Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, everyone. It's time to talk about Liverpool versus Sevilla or Sevilla versus Liverpool for absolute accuracy, Chris. Um, the Champions League is back. Liverpool in a, in a nice little run of form. Realistically, it's time for us to just get this group in a in a in a in a vice like yeah. grip, wrestle it to the ground, make it submit, and then think about the last. I think if we can get seven, eight goals again, we could be <laughs> laughing. I would be laughing. Yeah, I would literally be sat. It'd be good, chuckling away. Yeah, to, that, that's to, what that's what we want, isn't it? Yeah, without a doubt. But past that. Nine, nine, absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah, no. Look, it's Champions League. It's a, it's it's probably the toughest game of, of all six of them, isn't it? Severe away. Um, we should have beaten them at home. You know, two all draw when we come from behind to get into a winning position, and and you know we still missed the penalty and stuff as well. So I think this Liverpool side's better than Severe. I think the the hard thing that we've got is the fact that it's at their ground and you know they won't be wanting to give us points, will they, or give us goals? So we've got to go out there. We've got to, I think we've got to rotate a little bit because of the fixtures that are coming up and stuff. But if we show the intensity that we've shown in the last three or four games, I think we can, I think we can win away easy. What the really low intensity that we've had in the last I, three no, or four I games? No, I think <laughs> you, 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 we are making teams submit almost, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, we're joined on the other couch by Ian Newbury and John Machen. Ian, uh, yeah, I mean, look, when you, when we, this group was drawn, we looked to this fixture to be the toughest one. I think there's a case to be made that this is our toughest week of the season so far mm. as well as a real balancing act that the manager's potentially going to have to do. But as he's often said, and we know this is how Jürgen Klopp thinks, I'm, I don't think he will preference one fixture over the other no. he'll want to win both but he'll feel that he puts a strong team out you can't see us doing anything crazy for this we'll go out we'll go out on Tuesday with the intent of beating 
Sevilla and, and then worrying about Chelsea after the fact. Yeah, and there's, there's a good gap between Sevilla and Chelsea. And the fact is, even though we haven't had a big gap from Saturday, we were in third gear by about 60 minutes. Yeah. You know, so we've got plenty of options, plenty of rest in the legs from the lads who came off at the weekend, weekends. And we've got a big gap to Chelsea. So I think we'll be as pretty much as, as strong as we can be. He might make the odd change just to give people game time to keep everyone fresh, but we'll be as strong as we can pretty much be. There's, there's, I think there's a little point here for the to, to prove for maybe the manager, but moreover the players, as Chris mentioned, we should have just beaten the Bramfield. We should have had this group sewn up by mm. now. But the fact that we just it was that it was that time. It was mm. it was the game of that time and how Liverpool were playing that we didn't know how to keep the door shut. I think we've matured since yeah. then. And again, as I say, the, the, it will be up to the players to go out there and put in another one of these professional performances that we spent the last month discussing yeah. and get this game done. Yeah, Moreno's going to score from 30 yards. Sure, absolutely. Um, Alberto Moreno's an interesting one. Yeah, well, I could get it again. Yeah, first goal scorer. Get it on He's going to pick Salah again. Um, yeah, well, it, it wasn't just that we didn't know how to shut the door at the time. It was also that we weren't taking the chances. Yeah. We were creating dozens of chances in games and not putting them in the net. Yeah. You know, so um, against Sevilla, as Chris said, we were by far the best side. You know, they're a decent side in Spain and we did wipe the floor with them and we should have absolutely battered them. Yeah. And we, we should be qualified now already. It yeah. should be all done and dusted. But we've got to go and do the hard job in, you know, there. So. Yeah. The, I completely, completely agree on that. The, the one I want to talk about, obviously Alberto Moreno, we did quite a bit of this on him on the, the final word show. Is this in some regards, and I, look, let's be honest, when I'm, I'm saying this, but I think... The problem Alberto Moreno is going to have for the rest of his Liverpool career is there's always going to be fans who are just waiting for that that mistake because they feel that he's got it in them. For me, though, I think this is a look. It's a, it's a big game for him, and I think in a lot of fans' minds, it's a good chance for him to put a few of those Europa League final ghosts to bed to some extent. Liverpool can go and put in a good shift, you know, God keep it clean sheet or whatever, and he puts in a good performance. I thought he help. did that at Anfield, to yeah. be honest. So I don't, I don't know that he'll feel he has anything to prove. I mean, I think the fans might. Yeah, look to it, but um, I would certainly hope that he has a you know a steadier game as he's had all season, and um, I don't think the game's going to hinge on Alberto Moreno. You know, hopefully. Let's hope not. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> let's hope those days. Let's hope those days in a negative sense are behind them. Um, it was mentioned by Jurgen Klopp post-match after Southampton, Chris, that uh, like Moreno, he, he was very glowing in his praise of Moreno shooting and training. I am against joking, but I, I do feel as though he's reached the point where that, that could, maybe it's not just a solid performance. Maybe we'll look, it'd be nice to see something extra now. Are we asking too much about Alberto Moreno to start scoring goals as well? Maybe, maybe. maybe. But look, listen, the amount of times that he's getting into the box and he's crossing the ball in and stuff, if it's not goals, assists. You know, yeah. he's picked up assists already this season. He, he's shown. sister in the Champions League. Well, there you go. I mean, what a record. Unbelievable. That's just the calibre of player that he is now, Paul. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, but you know, we talked about Joel Matip the other, the other week about how, you know, you need goals. We need goals from everywhere and I don't think it's too much to expect it and it would be, a, I think that's where he goes next and I'm now at the point where we, we, we very nearly didn't discuss him on the final way because this is becoming his level. He's becoming a bare minimum 7 out of 10 performer for Liverpool. I actually think higher than that consistently this season. That Maybe maybe, maybe it is me asking for a bit too much, but that would be, I think, his, his performance 
you know, no, he gets into he gets into good positions and he does take shots. You know what I mean? And eventually, one of them is going to have to go in, isn't it? But I was I, shocked when Klopp said he was good at shooting because that we had that he had that dig against Southampton that went very, very, very much over the crossbar, and that's what I've come to expect from him: wild swings at the footy from distance. Yeah, it's he's an in, he's an interesting sort of player, isn't he? This season for us because of the improvement that he's made. But those runs, you know, the the willingness he shows to get in beyond the winger who he's playing with, and and, and just to knock that ball across, he, he's been sensational this season. I think he'll I think he'll carry on now. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Ian, for you, uh, is there a need to to be balanced with the squad? I mentioned it earlier. You know, again, Chelsea is a big game at the weekend. There's, I did say, you know, we go we go one game at a time. You know, it's, it's an oversimplification. I think we will put two strong teams out, but I, I guess this is one of those situations where we've got we've been saying we've got a good squad. We're starting to see the proof of that because we're starting to see consistent performances, even with rotation. Is that just what it, what it is now? It's to be expected that we can make. That couple, two mm. or three changes, and, and and still be. I think you've got to. You know, we've got from Saturday, we've got till New Year's Day, thirteen games in forty-five days. There's no way you can play one eleven yeah. for that period of time. Because even if they all stay fit, you've been knackered by the you know come come January. Yeah. So you've got to rotate. You've got to give people game time. You've got to give people time off. Even if you're not looking, like okay, will they be all right for Chelsea? It's not so much just looking at the gap between the Chelsea game. It's then looking at for the Stoke game and then the. the there's know, no, there's the no rest games. coming. No, it's not. You inevitably get knocked out in the third round of the FA Cup by uh, by on uh, replay <laughs> by, by, some, by some yeah. no, by some no marks and you maybe get one weekend off. Like, but but that's it. You've got you've got to rotate till to, to then to keep people fresh because it's even if you you know. You, so you go with the same team on Tuesday and the same team against Chelsea. If two of them get a knock, then you bring in lads in from the Colts. They've had no football. So they need football if they're going to play games. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it, you know, for us, it's easy to, to look at it. And Klopp will tell you in his press conference, a game, at the ta- game at a time. He'll be looking at the next six games probably and planning what he thinks is maybe where he'll be going. And obviously, he'll have to judge people in the build-up to those games to see if they're ready for it and stuff. But he'll be planning well ahead. Yeah. I, I feel think, it's I a, think we've been planning for this 13 game stretch since the start of the season. Yeah, could well be. I it feels like, I, I think to me, Dad, we're, we're likely we're gonna get your everyone's preferred elevens in a moment, but it feels very much like we know the front three that's gonna start every game if possible. And we're gonna try our way try try our best to maintain the ability to put those front three out on the pitch and then we, the rotation will come in in, in in and around that. And mainly the rotation comes from the idea being that we just take them guys off. We stagger the substitutions from 60 minutes to 80 minutes to keep these guys as fresh as possible. Um, I think the beauty is with Oxlade-Chamberlain, who a lot of people thought, oh, why the hell are we buying him? He can come into those positions up front, but he can also come into the positions in midfield as well. Yeah. So it gives us a lot of options. And James Milner's there now as well, playing in midfield rather than at left back. Yeah. So again, another option that um, to help keep the, the team ticking over. So... You know, I think we're better placed now than we've been for quite a while. Right, prefer the Levens, get your boards out, gents. Let's see what everyone has gone for. So, I mean, obviously, Carrius in goal. So, so we, I think that we know with Matip likely to be missing from this game again. I think this, the sense about the defense pretty much picks itself. I went for Trent because this is preferred eleven, mm-hmm. and I. Think that a couple of games is not going to do him any harm, considering how well he performed the weekend, and because I think Gomez is absolutely essential for the weekend, I want him as as 
happy and fit and and whatever as possible. Past that, Dad, you gone for Jordan Henderson, anchoring. Yeah. I've gone basically for the same team, apart from Carriers, who always plays in the Champions yeah. League. Gomez, who I think it's his turn. Yeah. The rest of them, you know, I just think we need to win this game and therefore we need to put our best team out. Um, you know, obviously, there's a possibility Channel come in, there's a possibility Milner will come in. Mm -hmm. You know, I can't read Klopp's mind. I'm just thinking, you know, why change it when it seems to be functioning fine? This is the thing, and this is what I expected from this, and this is kind of what I was thinking when we were talking about this earlier. This is where the rotations are going to come, and this is why we've got four different fellows with four completely different midfields for Liverpool. Uh, Ian, you've gone for Emre, Milner and Genie. Mm -hmm. Thoughts on why you've done that? The laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I no, think Emre's the expected one, isn't yeah. it? I mean, Emre looks to start the European games yeah. we've seen so far. I think Emre needs game time. I think you can give Henderson... In my heart, heart I don't expect him not to play Henderson, but... I think it'd be good to keep Anderson out, you know, keep keep him just ticking over with the, the eye of looking at the Chelsea game. Um, I think Gene, Milner needs get as I just was before Milner needs game time. And I think Genie's he didn't really play too much in the international show. Mm. My only my only thing on just moving forward onto into the attack, you've got actually Chamberlain on the right, Mane on the left. Obviously keeping Salah fresh, which mm -hmm. I don't think he'll ever do. But the I wonder whether you maybe put Oxlade onto the left. Because that's the harder of the, the job. You reward Mane by putting him back in the position that he was really good at, maybe. But mm. I think it, it, it speaks volumes to the options that, yeah. we, that, that, that we've got I think got you there. can rotate it, can you? you know, yeah. Give him 10 minutes either side. And keep the starting points, aren't they, for those front three nowadays? Yeah. I've gone exactly the same. Very, very similar, in fact, all the way across. I think we've got 10 people exactly the same. I've gone for Lallana in midfield because yeah. I just want to see him back. Yeah, I, No I, other reason. Just want to see him back in midfield. Exactly I've rested same. Coutinho and Salah for the biggest game of the season so far because I think we've got that much in us. Yeah, no, I, I, it's it's an interesting one. I, again, for me, I put Lallana in midfield for exactly the same reason. We don't know. that All the talk in the build-up to it was that he was ready last week. It's strange that he wasn't involved on the bench, which you think it's, it's a, I, it feels like it might be a lot to go from not even being involved to straight into a big European tie. Although maybe it's less intense, so it might be not a bad way to. to I wonder to if it's a case in. of we'd rather have him training. We'd rather have him doing a couple of days training to get him ready to start at Sevilla rather than because if he if he's not involved in the Southampton game. Then he probably trains probably on a Friday, mm -hmm. whereas he is involved. Even if he's just on the bench, because you never know when you're going to come off the bench. He probably does less work on the Friday. Maybe. So maybe it's just a case of we need a few more days training to get himself far. Well, we've, we've seen, you know, we've I seen Mane it's come a in. Big, from, it's a big from ask just to go into a, a big European game when you haven't played all season. And so you know, I, I would have him on the bench and give him a run. I mean, that, we're playing a severe, and they they've got to win this game as well. Absolutely, and they showed at Anfield that they can attack, and they know how to put the ball yeah. in the net. So I think we're going to come under you know, a lot of pressure. You know, we're going to have long periods where we've got problems, well, uh, and I think we're going to have to be as strong as we possibly can. Which is why Lalana for me is a no starter. Yeah, I, I mean, it's um, it'd be interesting to see how we how they handle it. And I think you're dead right on the severe thing. It's not it's not they're not a team to be underestimated. You know, I think they're fifth in the league and they're, they're a couple of points behind the, the Madrid teams. You know, we know Real hasn't really hasn't really kicked off for them so far this season, but they're they're, they're in touching distance. They're probably looking at their league campaign the way that we're looking at our league campaign and thinking. Well, right, where of, we want to be. right where we want to be, a couple of big wins here, and we're, and, and we're absolutely flying. You know, they managed to 
They came from a goal down against Celta Vigo at the, at the weekend, which will have given them confidence. They're dangerous. The last three goals they've scored in the league have all come from headers as well, which doesn't bode spectacularly well for us, of course. But, um, no, you know, look, these are a good team, Chris. This is not um, not one to be taken lightly, but at this point, I wouldn't expect us to take it lightly. Anymore. No, I think, you know, um, interviewed Rafa Honigstein last week, and interestingly in his book he was talking, there was quite a bit with Lallana on Jürgen Klopp and stuff, and Lallana was actually one of the ones who, who he interviewed, and Lallana said, you know, the reason we're not beating teams down the league isn't because we're not prepared, right? He thinks it's a mental thing, like the players aren't going into those games, right? And when... Um, when Raph was talking to one of the coaches at Liverpool, he went, brilliant. Because if one of the players realises that, we've kind of done our job now. Yeah. You know, and, and when the players realise that actually the reason we're not beating teams further down the league is because we're not applying ourselves at the top level. And if Lana knows that, the other Liverpool players will know that and he won't take games lightly anymore. And he shouldn't anyway. Mm -hmm. But you never know what can creep in. It's in the mental side of the game. So yeah. the, this Liverpool side over the last few weeks has looked prepared for everything that's been thrown at them yeah. and I, I expect it to continue. I think you're dead right on that. I think you, I, I'd be more concerned about this game six weeks ago than I am now because you know, we, we talked about it on the on the, on the final word show with Ian and my dad is that this is found it we've put some good foundations in place now it looks like you know we're not our stat our how we win football matches is not run around dead fast and hope everything works out for us. We've got a real methodic quality to how we play football now and that's not accidental that's a deliberate plan which bodes very well absolutely yeah um, so I want to have some score predictions from you Dad what do you think it's going to be I'm not frightened to say in case Chris says oh you bloody stole mine again <laughs> you want me to say first <laughs> go ahead Chris 2-1 Liverpool what I was going to say 2-1 but I'm going to say 3-1 <laughs> so yeah. 1-0 <laughs> okay, fine. Um, yeah, I'll go with the two. I'll go with the two nil to the Reds just to to carry on. And it'd be nice. Cause you know what'd be lovely is there's going to be uh, the sword of Damocles hanging over Dejan Lovren's head. Unfortunately, because everyone's going to expect it to go. It'd be nice just for for us to continue. So it's not we don't have to pick that story up again. You know, like how we need Matip and we need this and that, and there's a big problem. Blah blah blah. We've been good. We've these are these are fine players. They're not, you know, no one's gonna be building statues of Dejan Lovren outside the outside the stadium or Ragnar Klavan, but nothing wrong done with them as footballs. So it's up to them to just tick along. The Dejan Lovren stand. Oh my god, no. <laughs> um but you know, again, look, prove prove your prove your worth, just be fine. Just be fine. You don't need to be exceptional, just be fine. That's all we're asking for. Um, okay, yeah, before we go, worth reminding that the Redmen TV Christmas sweatshirts are available and they're available for a limited time. Only a couple of weeks left to get the orders in, so do. There'll be a little thing at the end of the video where you can click through and get them sorted if you need to have it. If you've got an ugly jumper competition or whatever it is, they're um, not even that ugly, they're just bosh. They're just really good. Really, The last really Christmas good. one, the Everton one, is a stand. Yeah, Simon from Dreams and Songs has, has absolutely smashed it up the park this year. So, yeah, get involved, get yourself one. And if you need to prepare yourself to look cool, or, you know, depends on your interpretation, cool or stupid, whichever way you fall on the Christmas jumper things for Christmas parties, we've got you covered. Get involved. Uh, thanks, gents. An absolute pleasure. Uh, we'll be back post match, of course. Stay tuned for all that. Thank you very much for watching. Thank you very much for subscribing. Click the Red Men TV logo to subscribe. And we'll see you all soon. 
Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.